This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Austin June. Welcome everyone to the Inspiration Science Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome today's guest with me. So they are sister cousin friends. It's Fiona Hammond. She works in finance. She's a fitness and life coach and specializes in relationship, in mindset and helps people to execute on their dreams. And she also does motivational speaking. Next, we also have Naomi Gray. She's a fashion stylist, a lecturer, women health advocate, um, as well, a birth and postnatal doula. So that's so amazing. And they also both have their own podcast. So they're co-founders and hosts of the podcast called Sisters Talk, where they speak on a lot of different um, diverse topics when it comes to women empowerment, health, business, and other thoughts. And I both met those beautiful ladies in London. It was in January um, in a networking event, we clicked so well, and I absolutely love what they do, um, you know, meeting other powerful women. And today's intention of the podcast would be all things to hear a bit more about their story, um, how they overcame adversity in their life, uh, why they do what they do, the power of choices, how you stay accountable to yourself to build your dream life. Um, so again, it's my first time doing even a podcast in a trio, so it's going to be very exciting to do it a bit in a discussion style. So thank you so much both for coming on my show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. I would be curious to know in terms of the podcast that you've started, like the sisters podcast, could you share us a little bit about like what inspired you to start it and what's kind of the purpose behind the podcast? Well, so sisters talk about, it all started from, <clears throat> well, me and Fiona, we call ourselves sister cousin friends because we're cousins, but we're more like sisters and we're extremely close, like best friends. Mm -hmm. And we talk all the time about anything and everything. And during lockdown, you know, we were seeing a lot of different like podcasts and people you know just basically jumping online and you know quite a few having fun and we was like we can do that we should we should just do that so um we was like yeah let's instead of talking on the phone tonight what we're gonna do is we're gonna go live on instagram and we're gonna have the conversation on instagram live and then see who wants to join us and that's basically how it all started <laughs> <laughs> That is literally how it all started. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah, we we have and we are really enjoying this journey. We went from doing Instagram lives to mm -hmm. then turning it into in-person podcast events. And we hold them every three months in London. Um, and we realized our mission, because we've been doing it now for two years. Yeah. And we realized after a year, what our mission is now let miss fiona share what we realize what our mission is thank you naomi my sister cousin friend yeah as <laughs> she said we realized the talks that we were having on instagram we realized that our mission um as women of jamaican african heritage 
is to bring together the black man and the woman from that nation to speak together. Because what we found is there's a very, very big disconnect. And we don't know how that's come about, but it's there. And we've noticed that when we say that we're talking, it's like we're talking to each other mm-hmm. and we're talking at each other and we're not listening. And we've noticed there's so much going on, like there's so much you see on social media, there's so much you see around us, where you, you see different podcasts, but everyone just seems so angry. And we're like, why is everyone so angry? Let's just take it back, take a step back. If we get everyone just to speak and listen, because that's the that's mm-hmm. the main thing. And I remember I heard, I was listening to a song, I remember someone said, listen is silent, misspelt. And that for me is it, because if you're mm-hmm. not silent, you're not listening. So literally that is our mission for us to come together as a mm-hmm. community, especially as a black community, um, for the man and woman to come together and be strong and be a strong unit. Wow, I love that. And you know, you just like pointed out the whole thing when it comes to like unifying the thing. It's like we can either separate things or unify things. And yeah. it's like speaking into, you know, like how can we collectively grow and rise from that? Um, like mm-hmm. so many things are too separate. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, like there's like um a misalignment because everything is so disconnected or people are yeah. in anger, hatredness, and so on. And I also Mm -hmm. feel, um, you know, many people, they give away their power, personal power, um, energy wise and things. So um, in your journey, what has been your experience where you realized where you gave your power away and how did you back, you know, take your power back and protect that? Could you share both a bit of your experiences? You go, you go, I'll let you go. This one's quite a deep one. So there was, well, there was two separate incidences. There was a past relationship that I was in and it was very abusive verbally and it started to become a little bit physically and then there was a sexual assault. And then a couple years after that, um, a relative of mine basically beat me up. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's a nervous giggle that I do. That's that's part of my coping mechanism. No worries, I'm saying, I sometimes laugh my ass off while I'm saying my worst experience. (laughs) Talking about the most traumatic thing, but then, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's just how I communicate. Um, But yeah, so those happened, I think, gosh, it was within the space of three years and even though they were separate people and separate incidences I after a few years it was it was a few years later when I literally sat down with myself and was like okay what are all the traumatic things that I've experienced who's hurt me even who who have who have I hurt because of what I've been through so it's like me expecting to be hurt so I'm gonna hurt first or say you know or or just totally cut out and you know um move move away from certain um settings Mm -hmm. so I don't have to deal with it but yeah I literally I sat with myself 
And I was writing letters to myself. I was being honest about my journey. And even though I was a victim in both of these incidences, I didn't want to see myself as a victim, you know? Mm. So I started to say, so say with the abusive relationship, there was many red flags that I totally ignored, Mm -hmm. totally ignored. So where I was taking my power back was realizing that I no longer will ignore certain signs, you know, moving forward. And with the relative of mine that beat me up, there was many things that going forward that I should have been more active instead of, because I was hopeful that other people would help, but they didn't before it got to that incident. So it was like, okay, taking things back into my hands of what I can do to protect myself and that I knew that I wasn't safe around this person. So I should never have been in the same vicinity as that um, said person. So yeah, there was a lot of basically checking myself. And after, you know, my last um, serious relationship, I you know, went even further back because I grew up without my dad in my life. And then after that relationship, I realized I had daddy issues. So that was why I was picking certain men who were not compatible with myself or, you know, or or who had certain behaviors, you know, the behaviors that I knew of of my dad, the bad behaviors was what I was picking up in men. So, you know, it was yeah, basically, yeah, it's it's a it's a long ass story, but yeah, basically yeah. it was me sitting down with myself and having deep, thorough, cutthroat conversations. Even if I cried, I cry. If I get angry, I get angry. If I need to scream, I I screamed, you know, but it was me releasing because I knew that that was what was gonna propel and help me to move forward. Wow, thank you so much for opening up, Naomi. And I'm, you know, like, sorry for what you've been through, but I want to congratulate you you. over of your strengths, you know, to heal from that, the choice. It's interesting, because I had a recent talk about this. And the, the thing I always believe in is that it's not our traumas that made us stronger, but it's our choice to heal daily from that, like our choices to go beyond of that. And you, you also mentioned an interesting thing. I think the release, because we sometimes we neglect, we don't want to accept. And mm-hmm. I found in my own journey going through domestic violence, abuse, and the whole kidnap story that the release intense, rather five mm-hmm. minutes intense, one hour intense, and not dragging it down the road. One thing I want to ask you back is you mentioned that you had this early signs that, you know, many victims, unfortunately, like they, they see that they feel that Mm -hmm. and they know the relationship is not good. However, Mm -hmm. they still cannot get out of this. And there's a lot of complex factors, the shame Mm -hmm. or the people, they don't make it easy. Like what was for you the final trigger um, that you said, like, you know, this is the end, because often we know, but it requires a clear cut decision, no matter what everyone else is saying. So what allowed mm-hmm. you to give the courage to really, you know, say stop to that? It was because um, I've always been a person of like speaking life into myself and other people. And one, I realized that the words that I was speaking, I were not living. Mm-hmm. So I was a contradiction you know um 
I, I wasn't really living by my own words. And then also realizing, heavily realizing that I was worth much more than how I was being treated. Mm. And where the power Swift was, was that I had to allow myself to realize and then say to myself, I've allowed this to happen. Not saying it would it just would have been just easy to walk away, you know, especially when some you know when someone's physically stronger than you, you know, but there there were times when I would turn up when I didn't have to, you know. There were times when I was accepting phone calls when I didn't have to because no one was forcing me to pick up the phone or to go some um, particular places. So it was the power for me was that I realised I was allowing certain things. It wasn't my fault that, that, you know, what ultimately happened. However, there were certain, there was many times that I allowed myself to be in a situation when it felt horrific, when I would be bawling my eyes out in tears. And it's like, this is not the way I should be feeling. I should be having a big smile on my face. I should feel loved. I should feel protected and cared for. And I didn't, you know? So yeah, it was, yeah, that word allow, allowing, allowance. I was given too much allowance when I, I, there was many moments I could have pulled back and I didn't because I was in fantasy land, you know, and hope, very hopeful. I was hopeful that things would change and it never did. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I think it's a huge one. I feel that as a survivor of going through that, we have most people that I know, they're very empathic and we feel like we can save the mm -hmm. person. We see the hope. We see the 1% that is so good in that person. And yeah. we think like, oh my God, I can save that. And especially women, you know, we're like, oh my God, I can save this guy. And we go yeah. all in. But um, there's boundaries. And I think it's important to recognize the self-worthiness as well to, to know, okay, where's my boundary? boundaries and what do I allow as well and I'm curious to know Fiona in your case where do you feel like in your life did you like give power away and how do you personally set boundaries and most importantly how do you stick to them um how do I set my <laughs> I but um with my with my boundaries I would say I know when I, I know when I'm not sticking to them, when I start to feel a certain way within myself, if that makes sense. Um I'll start to I'll start questioning myself. Um I'll start having self-doubt. And I'm thinking, but well, hold on a second. This this isn't there's been a shift. And that's when I have to go back, reevaluate my boundaries, and literally speak say something to that person or move back from that person or this the person or that situation because one thing um i have learned um through my self-development is i stay far away from negativity so if I'm around someone that is negative that's literally one of my boundaries negativity is a no-no for me so if I am 
around a person and they're speaking negatively, I will do the opposite and change what they say into a positive. But however, if they're continuing to do that, then I'll remove myself from the conversation. I will stop speaking and then I'll walk away. Because for me, that's that's draining my energy. Mm-hmm. And for me, energy is very, 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 very important. And giving that giving that away is a very, 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 very big thing. Um, what was the other question again? Yeah, the question was like um, how you set the boundaries and stick to them. Yeah, um, sticking to them for me is sometimes I say it can be quite difficult. Sometimes it, it can be easy. I think set, setting them for me is, um, like I said, um, setting them for me really is an easy, is an easy thing because I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So mm-hmm. I was, I would literally, if someone does something I don't like, I will say it to them, I actually, no, I don't think that's good. Or it will say on my face, as Naomi says to <laughs> me, I can't hide, I literally, I can't hide it. So she if I am, not. if someone crosses my boundary, it was, my face says everything. Yeah. I try my hardest. <laughs> I really, really try my hardest. But my face really says everything and I can't, I literally can't hide it. And I does not have a poker face. <laughs> she does not have a poker <laughs> no. face. And I think with me, I'm a person as well. I'm a very straight talker. Mm. So <laughs> as much as I really try my hardest when you say setting boundaries and being really mm-hmm. um what's the word? How can I put it? <laughs> being kind to people, putting it in a nice way. Sometimes it comes out in a way that I don't want it to come out, um, yeah. and I will say, and I will say to people, and if it, and I, I will say to people, um, I'm not saying it to hurt you or offend you, but this is how I feel, and mm-hmm. I've had to say that on occasion to a couple of people. You've, I, you've crossed. This is my line. I've told you what my line is. And you've crossed it. So I, I, if you feel a certain way, I apologize for you feeling a certain way, but that isn't how I made you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been other times with my boundaries. Sometimes I won't pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, I, no, but yeah, I, I totally understand. I will, not, I will not pick up the phone. I will see the person calling me and I'll be like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to take that call. I will, I will park that call right there or I will reply to a message when I feel I'm ready to reply to it because I know if I reply to it at that time, I'm going to be replying emotionally, not logically. Mm-hmm. I love so that. I, yeah. And it's I, true. You know, I think when yeah. you're setting these boundaries and things, like sometimes you, you know, like people perceive that as calls or something like it could, yeah. but I think it's, it's so important. Like that you said, like you listen to the things, like how you emotionally feel, you check in with yourself. Um, as Naomi also said earlier in the conversation as well. And, you know, I think one of the things that when it comes to that is about leaving um, also like leading tough conversations, like 
it's really hard like relationship wise business wise like confrontation instead of like running away like yeah. what's been your both experiences when it comes to like let's say an example where you had to lead a very tough conversation but that was good like you know because I think many people struggle with that <laughs> sorry I because so I think I'm myself and I were thinking of the same <laughs> incident <laughs> really what yeah, was yeah I think we are it was um it's to do with the podcast and the um when we were first setting out and when we were first doing our live events and we had to have a very I had to have a very <laughs> difficult conversation with the business partner at the time. Mm-hmm. Um and I literally I had to take my feeling out of it, I had to take my emotion out of it. Yeah. Um and it was a case where me personally, I think that person seen as seen the friendship and not the business. Yeah. And that's where the line was crossed. So for me, I had to I had to make it I may have to make it clear to that person it's business. Mm. We are not friends. I do not know you as a friend. This is a business, and this is how. We need to operate and conduct this business going forward. Mm-hmm. And then I know they came back and said I made them feel. And I said, okay, if I made you feel a certain way, that was not my intention. However, these are the points that I've noticed, and these mm-hmm. are the point. This is this is what needs to be addressed, mm-hmm. and how are we going to fix it and move forward? Mm-hmm. That was a very tough conversation yeah it was definitely really tough however for the both of us what we also because um we yeah we was addressing it as business you know Mm. and um we didn't bring our our feelings to to the forefront so then what we both had to realize too is that we were not and we would not take responsibility for the feelings of the person that we was having this difficult conversation with also, you know, because with that could have possibly um, come with the emotional manipulation. So we was just making sure that at all points that we was protecting ourselves so that we would not feel like we had to, you know, carry their emotions um, and then feel guilty because we were and we had very valid reasons for why we had to say what we said. You know, we had a business agreement and they were basically not meeting the agreements, you know. Mm. And some, yeah, basically, yeah, something had to be done and said about it, you know. Yeah, no, but I think it. this is like powerful. I think it's a, such a good example, especially when it comes to like business, friendship, partnership. It's very tricky because sometimes people just like mix it up and they're like, oh yeah, I can trust that it's my friend. I had like same situation, but I, I learned like when it comes to business, even if you have the greatest intention, there are something we just have to be clear, like black, white on paper, mm. like that's the way. 
and th that's the thing you know it's not about okay we kind of intend to fight or maybe if that breaks up but you know you want like certain rules there and then still you can maintain a good relationship as well obviously like as friends or whatever so but um, I think it's, it's good to mm. stay professional there too and you know for anyone else who is like considering to do business with their closest friends it's always a thing you know family members close friends like um, what would be your advice or your perspective that you would share with them because I know a lot of entrepreneurs they talk about it and sometimes it's a disaster and sometimes it's success but like what would you share with them I would say set your boundaries and be very very clear on what it is that you're bringing to the table on both sides be mm. very very clear on what you're doing on what that other person is doing and what your roles are. Mm. That is very, very, because if, and do not assume. Mm. Ask, be direct in asking the questions. Yeah. Because I feel that we will ask a question and we're not direct and we'll assume that person knows what we're thinking about. Mm. Or we'll answer the question and we'll, and we'll not clear and we'll assume they think they know what we're saying. Mm. No. Speak to them and ask that question as if they don't know what on earth you are speaking about, as if they're a, as if they're a child or a toddler. Mm, mm. Speak to them as plain as A, B, C. Just be very, very clear from the get-go and have things written down. Yeah. Email. My yeah. thing for me is emails because then mm. you have that trail of everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. make sure it's... And trust is, amazing, is the main thing. Yeah, I thought I was just about to say. Feel it in your gut. Effect. If, you, if yeah. you have an off feeling, address that feeling. Do not ignore mm. the feeling. Address it. However little it is, bring it to the table and let it be known. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. And I think it's, yeah, it's important what you mentioned, like clear, like written form. So you have like evidence, you know, like what's going um like ongoing as well. Mm -hmm. And also another thing when it comes to business decision or general life decision is women, we are often like, I mean, we are differently built, obviously men, but we have this thing with intuition. We are very emotionally wired. We have, we tend to have a bit deeper empathy levels yeah. and see things in a different way. And we have sometimes our intuition they just feel certain things and people we can't logically explain it um, and then our mind has the logic and it backs up with yeah it's not good and then our heart knows all the answers without all the questions and our gut mm. health as well so it's like so many different angles and how yeah. do you guys take big decisions when you're divided into two pieces like mind wise logically you know like in business it's it's a complex layer like how do you do those big decisions Gosh, um, well, yeah, we basically, we talk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> very thoroughly about things and logically, we do talk about our feelings also, you know, we do consider our feelings and what is going to be comfortable for us individually and collectively, you know, and um, yeah, going back to what Fiona was saying before about the trust, we a thousand percent trust each other and we a thousand percent respect one another you know 
Um, we don't cross each other's boundaries. And yeah, like we thoroughly have, yeah, we have thorough conversations and go into the deepest depths, even if the depth isn't actually possible just yet, but it's a just in case, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> we always have just in case so <laughs> that we are, we are prepared, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, that and we check in with one another to make sure that we both know that each of us are okay, you know. Mm -hmm. So going back to what Fiona was saying about the assumption, I'm not going to just assume that Fiona's okay because she's my sister, cousin, friend, and we love each other and we know each other. I'm going to ask. I'm going to check in and make sure that she's okay. Is she okay with what she has to do? Um, there's many times um, over this journey where, you know, it will start off with one of us doing a particular thing and then the other will take over. So we are juggling and we, and we, yeah, we're very in tune with, we're aligned and in tune with one another. So, yeah, we, we have that bond where even though we speak a lot, there's times when, we don't need to say anything because we know it's just like, I've got you, I've got this, I've done it, you know? And then it's like, oh, okay, wicked, thank you. You know, so yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, It's a lot, but it just naturally flows for us and within us. And that's why, yeah, this really works. And we truly enjoy it and are enjoying it like every moment. Yes, I, I love that. I can see that, you know, when, when I met you and also on the podcast, I'm like, you know, like, I think you guys are one of these people in my circle. They, you guys honor each other a lot. I can see their respect. Like, I can smell it from far. It's like, don't mess with them. Like, be nice to them. They're nice to themselves. Like, you know, this sister bond. It's like, Steep love, you know, but yeah. it, it's a type of force I wish to the world. I mean, imagine a world where we would be so collaborative as you guys are to each other. And mm. often in the business space or whatever, like people are trying to tear each other down and they see this competition mode and things instead of like this whole collective, like sisterhood, you know, like hood where oh. all things come together, including yeah. men. And it's definitely. also separation. Yeah. And yeah, I think definitely. I think mm. also another thing is like with women, especially like men have this as well, but especially with comparison is huge, you know, like people get envy, jealous, or they're, they're, you know, comparing their chapter one to their chapter hundred. And then you're so distracted by comparing yourself that you, you, mm. you lost all your energy. So, you know, like what's your view for someone who is suffering immensely from that? Like, and what's your experience on how to stop that or flipping it in a way that serves us? So I would like say, oh, sorry. I would say um, for me, I would say it, I'm not going to lie and say it's something I kind of it creeps in every now and again. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I do. And when it creeps in, when it creeps, I'm like, fear not stop. But look at where you are now and what mm -hmm. you have accomplished. Because there was a time when I would say I was hitting a certain age. <laughs> And I, yeah, I was hitting my 40s and I didn't approach. I no way. Up. Are you 40? I'm over 40. What? I'm, oh, I'm on the, I didn't I'm on know. The, you I'm look on, so young. I'm on the other oh, side of 40. God. I'm on the other side of 40. 
Wow, crazy. But you look so young. Big compliment. You. Oh my God. Thank you so much. So yeah, there was a time I was approaching that age and Naomi will tell you, I was distraught. I was literally, <laughs> I'm coming to this age. I'm not married. I have no children. I do not have my own property. I, what am I doing for myself? Mm. Um, I've moved to London. I'm, what, what am I doing? What do I have? What have I got? No, my life is rubbish. I, these people at this age, they've got this. My friend has this. They have a child. They have a house. They have a job. I'm here. No, I'm, I'm, I haven't done anything in my life. I'm worthless. And the thing is, Nayane would say, but Fiona, stop it. Mm -hmm. And then when she said that, I was like, well, actually, Fiona, stop it. Because what Naomi is saying to me is what I would say to somebody else. What you always have and said what I to always me. Say, <laughs> what I always say to her. And I have to sit down and, and even now I do it. When I find myself doing it, I'm like, actually, stop. What actually have, what are your wins? Mm -hmm. What are the things you have accomplished and that have made you happy. Mm. Forget about everything else. Mm. Forget your age is just your age. That's just a number. And when you think about it, it's society that tells us at a certain age, we should be doing this. We should be getting these certain grades. At a certain age, we should be having this. We should be, if we haven't got that, then we haven't achieved anything. Forget all that. Be comfortable in yourself within your skin and learn to accept yourself and that yeah. in itself is a journey and that's a journey <clears throat> that I've been on and that I am continuing mm. to go on it's a journey that I am still on I love that yeah. I mean I really love that because I think it's so important like to to know it's also a process like learning all yeah. of the things like I think it's also like all the evolution that we speak about like what is a life is a life and it's always evolving changing we learn yeah. implement adapt it's a big thing and also I'm like curious like to wrap the whole podcast up what is for you both like the biggest life motto that you have is there a specific quote that you daily get inspired by or a motto that you live by oh that's a really good question. What do I live by? Um, my quote is, mm. what I'm is, is, is um, um, <clears throat> I am successful in everything that I do, and everything mm. that I do is successful. Mm. Wow, that's, that's, that's my quote for yeah for the big for since January I think. Mm powerful thanks for sharing how about you Naomi yeah this yeah this is such a great question you you have me there it's like, <laughs> yeah I mean it doesn't have to be a quote it can be any life motto or anything else you yeah. know um there's a line that um yeah one of my friends in Canada and um, we say it to ourselves all the time that basically I'm living in my divine purpose. I'm living in my divine high highest purpose, you know, yeah. and that I am I am okay. I am good. 
I am happy. I'm consistently smiling and laughing. <laughs> so, um, and I have joy within me, around me, and that I am highly blessed. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's like a whole poetry. We should frame that. But it's, you know, <laughs> I think it's important, you know, and I see like, I, I feel so much like positivity around you guys. Like it's also like in London, this energy is like, wow. You know, when I see people laughing a lot and they're so positive and they have so much wisdom, it tells me in other words, wow, they must have gone through a lot of shit in their lives, you know, like or something <laughs> that is very heavy, yeah. you know, and one of the wisest people, one of the mm -hmm. most positive people where people say, oh my God, they're always smiling, smiling, smiling. I know these are the people who probably also has the deepest wounds, something within that that you know allow them to be so you know blissful people empathic people around so yeah. again i just want to say thank you so much for you know sharing your wisdom your thoughts on that as well there's so much i think in depth we can go into every topic so perhaps we could do just <laughs> another podcast for yeah. another topic as well um <laughs> as well but i just want to say thank you so much for sharing and for both of you like how can people best connect with you guys and individually you know how can people also um work with you if they're interested um well um you can find us on instagram as sisters talk about that's s-i-s-t-a-r-s -S talk t-a-l-k about a-b-o-u-t um, you can find us on there. Um, our email, sisters talk about at gmail.com. Um, as me as an individual, you can catch me on Instagram at Naomi Gray Moments. That's N A O M I G R A Y M O M E N T S <laughs> on Instagram if you wanted to inquire regard regarding the styling, doula work um women's health um or lecturing perfect awesome how about yourself fiona okay first of all remember we're also on youtube as sisters talk oh, about yes 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 we're, we're on, on youtube, YouTube and, black nation. and yeah. yeah black nation which is a similar thing um to youtube as well with myself um uh you can find me my website that that for my coaching is called talk the truth so that's talkthetruth.co.uk. I'm on Instagram. I have an account. My account is Fioni, F-W-E-O-N-I. And also I am under uh, my Talk The Truth um, Instagram handle. Sorry. <laughs> It's so many, I forget this. No worries. I'm going to tag the socials <laughs> below anyway. Yeah. So yeah. people are going to yeah. have... Oh, yeah, my talk, my talk, my talk, the truth Instagram, yeah, my talk, the truth Instagram handle is Fiona and that's F-I underscore O-N underscore A-double-N. And that's for my coaching, my talk, the truth coaching. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much, guys. And also for the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know what was your key takeaway from that, your key realizations. Don't forget to tag us and also connect with Fiona and Naomi on Instagram. They're great people. They won't bite you. <laughs> so we will bite you with love and positivity <laughs> and connect with them, hit them up. And again, thank you both so much for your time today. And I'm excited for further talks with you guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having us. 
Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Osinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.